Welcome back, everybody, to the Round 19 preview of the UR Usage Rate podcast. I'm Husey, coach of the Cashews. Derry, coach of the top 200 single boxes. <laughs> and Westside. Just preview question. Who thinks of Pascal this week? Oh, shit, I don't know. My team sucks. There's only two doubles, correct? Yep. Two team with doubles. Yeah, we're about to go through the schedule. Okay, let's look at it. <laughs> All right, so as Derry mentioned, only two teams on the double this week. So I've got Illawarra, who are on the road for both at New Zealand and at Sydney. And then New Zealand are on the double as well. They've got Illawarra at home and then on the road to Melbourne. Now, both of those teams have got the double in round 20 as well. So definitely wanting to look to bring guys in from those two teams, stock your team up with those couple. Um, and then there's Perth and Melbourne have got the double in round 20. Everyone else, sell them off. Unless it's someone like a, a Trey Kell sort of guy who you can, you're can more than comfortable having on your bench there for a single, um, more than okay for people to be doing that as well. So Illawarra and New Zealand, your targets. Comes the money. Here we go. Baz's best buys. What do you got for us this week, Baz? Just see the list. He said uh, 50 fucking names on here. <laughs> All these ones from the premiere. Yeah. yeah, that was my previous week, mate. Oh, you, you, got the, you got the premium subscription there. You got the, you got the others. So um, I'm, I'm a bit boring this week. Um, sorry for, for the listeners. For their, for their favourite segment, is it is a little bit dry, but um, it's probably a bit straightforward. I'm going with um, Lyle and Chatham again. Um, I think that I looked at the price of players and um, he's, he's great value at 304k for a double, um, a double double um, schedule. So he's got break even at 44. Again, we're not there to make cash, we're there to make points. Um, been pretty good, doubles the rest of the way. No Anthony Lamb, and they're pretty thin on the front line <clears throat> around his price. So this is why I think he's a good buy. You can go Will Magne straight to him um, for 9K. The other choices you have is Denzel Valentine. That made me feel sick. Um, Christian Christian Doolittle, Sobe, Irrelevant, Delhi. So um, around his price, a pretty good purchase. So Zyle and Chatham, if you haven't got him, make that trade, get him in um, this week. Um oh. Valentine just cops strays the whole year, hasn't he? <laughs> and, and rightfully so. <laughs> that was that was a bit of a backhander, but he's been worse, Tom. Um, he has been. Um, then my next one um, again seems pretty straightforward, but um, I'm ignoring the break even for this guy, and that's PJC, um, just because I think he's super consistent. He gives you a captain option for. Um, this week, and if you're a non-cotton owner, um, he's certainly a good choice for a captain spot next week. He is pretty expensive. He is 350k, um, but if you, um, yeah, if you need a, a guard, you've got you're sick of cotton or you you raise trade him out. If you've still got McCall, if you're looking to downgrade from Kel, you probably make the Kel to PJC if you've got a bit of wriggle room. Um, Doyle up. Um, 
Vasilovic up is probably a bit of a stretch, but um, I think that he's probably a pretty consistent scorer. Chasing a playoff spot as well, you'd expect him to be pretty huge over the next few weeks. Um, and my last one, I'm bringing this guy in this week. Um, I had, I didn't really have a great deal of Adelaide and Melbourne players, so uh, I've got a lot of guys playing doubles this week, so I reckon I can afford the single from um, Pinder um, at 326k, the break even of minus one, just pumped down to 53. Um, I'm hoping he can explode over the next few weeks because I think it'll be huge for him in playoffs. But I think the really interesting thing is Cotton struggled and Pinder had a huge game and they lost at home. So um, I don't know really what to read into that, but I think that he's got a nice little low break even um, and he's, he's going to go up in price this week and then you can obviously finish off with him on the double um, pretty strongly. So that's um, they're my buys. Um, Obviously, the New Zealand players, um, they actually were really low scoring this week. Um, I think McDowell White was like their fourth highest scorer with a, a pretty pretty bleak score. So um, hopefully they don't continue their low scoring. Um, I feel like the Hawks had a lot of high break-evens that I don't think they're going to hit. Um, so there'll be options to bring in next week. I don't think Froling will get anywhere near his 67. I don't think Harvey will get anywhere near his 53. But I think a guy like Parker Jackson, you wouldn't be surprised. He's got a bit of high scoring potential. So that's that's my thinking there. Yeah, right. So a few options to think about. The Cheatham, number one, PJC, two, and Tinder Pinder, three. Yeah, that's how I'll be swapping them. I'm interested to know. I've got one question for you. Do you want to take over the captain segment as well? I know I have been good lately. I reckon. I don't, I'm don't. i happy to go back through that. I'm happy to go back through the archives. I reckon I've nailed the captain a fair few weeks this year. Yes. But yeah. I will I will be honest with you. Like, sitting back here, it's a privilege to be asked to take over the, the captains. <laughs> but I'll just, let, I'll just let you know on a Sunday night who you should have had, mate. <laughs> that, is, that is what you do every week. <laughs> No, I just wonder because you, you always uh, always seem to fit it in there. And with that, it's time. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. Always, always chuck a few extra on the spreadsheet for Derry because he sometimes just doesn't have guys. Um, so at number three this week, I've got Gary Clark. Yeah. Hey, I have him. You have him, good. We'll only go with three this week then. So he's at New Zealand and at Sydney. So he averages 27 against New Zealand, 29 against Sydney. Averages 18 at Spark Arena and 29 at Kudos Bank Arena. He's got a last three average of 27.33. So he had that one stinker. Uh, New Zealand are a dark green team, Sydney a light green team. So both pretty um, pretty good matchups for forwards. Uh, so I got him as an expected 49. Mine, are, mine always do run a little bit low. Um, about 49 across the two. Uh, number two, we've got PJC. Hey. He's got Illawarra and then at Melbourne. Now, Illawarra are a light green team. Melbourne are an orange team. He averages 29 and a half against Illawarra, 38 and a half against Melbourne. Averages 25 at home. 
42.3 at John Kane Arena, but remember that that also includes games against South East Melbourne. Um, and he's got a last three average of 29. So I got him as an expected score of 59. So a considerable up on Gary Clark's 49. And number one, I have Zylan Cheatham. Yeah, you can't say that to me. That's a lot of risk. It is risky. That's a big risk. But hear me out. He's got Illawarra, who are a red team, and Melbourne, who are a light green team. Averages 37 against Illawarra, 36 against Melbourne, 37 at home, 45 at John Kane Arena, and he's got a last three average of 35. So he's in great form. Anthony Lamb has also gone down. So expect his usage rate to go up. Have him at a projected of 66 this week. So Clark, number three, 49. PJC, number two, 59. And Clark, number one, at 60. Uh, Chatham, number one, at 66. Is, um, is there any concern? Like, I always think it's really interesting. Gary Clark went from like a day-to-day uh, could have missed a game, and then there was no real talk about it over the weekend whether it got better or got activated. But um, does that any concern around his knee, do you reckon, or just because it wasn't reported on, there's nothing to worry about? No, I don't think he'd worry about it too much. He had the um, he had the brace on. I don't think he normally wears that, but he looked like he was moving pretty well. So I don't think there's anything really too much to worry about there. Yeah. He looked timid in the game that they played the week before with it, but I'd say it felt pretty good on the weekend for him. Um, now, realistically, with the New Zealand Nilawara having doubles for the next two weeks, if you don't have any of those guys, you should be getting at least one of them in mm-hmm. for this week. So I don't think I need to bo- probably bother with honourable mentions this week, do we? Well, look at it. I'm happy to see Harvey's Frowling and because they're two players that I own. So you expect yeah. them to go okay. Yeah, expect you to go okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. And uh, we're about to start. Start. Start, cut, cut bench. Bench. Is it start, bench? bench, cut. Start, cut, bench. <laughs> Gets me every time. Right, uh, guard combo number one. Derry, we'll give this one to you. So think about the next two weeks as a snapshot. Mm-hmm. So I've got Cotton, PJC, and Travers. At the guard spot. I'm going to go with how you set them to me. I'm going to give Cotton the number one because I just think he is still probably the best player in the league. He has had some off weeks, but as a double in round 20, expect him to fire up to finish the year off. Uh, PJC, uh, obviously double-double. Um, very good season. Very consistent scorer. Doesn't have many games under 25, really. He's just... Uh, um, consistent as they come, and Travers, I would worry about the minutes he will play in the next few weeks because they're shutting down. So, give him a three. Can I just flag something with you? I've just noticed this looking at the schedule. So, Perth's double in round twenty. They've got Illawarra, who've absolutely gone to work on him, and Tassie. Two bloody tough matchups. That's all right. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking still sixty from him. Yeah. Be interesting when I crunch those numbers next week for captains, where he comes in at. Uh, now, I've got four players for you, Baz, at the guard spot. So drop a couple of them. Delhi. I know you like to write them down. 
Will McDowell, Harvey, and Jayrell. Geez, you're odd, slow. Uh, yeah, it's neat though. Um, I'm a, a quality quality sort of guy on that. I pride myself on it. Um, pretty tough. I'm probably um, I'm probably benching Delhi. Um, purely based off out of those three, he's got the the worst schedule. And again, he plays one game this week, and then obviously has the double, and we don't know what that'll entail. So Delhi would definitely be my bench. Um, then yeah, virtually I reckon all. I reckon those those three there, Will McDowell, White, Harvey, J. Rob, they're probably all going to give pretty similar score outputs. I reckon um, Will McDowell, White, he was a bit down this week, but he's obviously priced the cheapest. Um, and I'll probably start Harvey, um, and I'll probably have J. Rob next to him with McDowell White on the bench. But with no Jeremy Lamb, I'll I'll still like Will McDowell White. So can I clarify your rankings of one to four? Because you said you were going to bench Delhi. Yeah, I am. So Harvey, J. Rob, Delhi. Delhi. Oh, that... I've got to cut it. I thought I was just. You said just bench a few blokes, so I'll just put them all on the bench. No, I see. Um, cut two of them. Cut two of them. Yep, okay. So bench one, um, cut two. Hey, I'll start Harvey. I'll bench J. Rob, and I'll cut McDowell, White, and Delhi. Wonderful. We got there. <laughs> yeah, just just edit the intro to start bench and cut cut. So such <laughs> <laughs> like a extra work to do, mate, because you really pride yourself on that. Uh forward combo number one, Derry Clark, Cheatham, Pinder. Tough. Oh. Two double double. Yes. But Froling doesn't really excite. No, Froling's not in that. Clark Pinder Cheatham. Clark Pinder Chief. You can add him in there as a cut cut if you want. Clark, I would be it is ultra consistent. Double double machine. Mm-hmm. Their best player. He's number one. He's starting for me. Cheatham. He's impressing me and he's got double double. So too and it, it hurts me to say because Pinder is a, a freak at the moment, but just the three games and not the four. Yeah. If we're talking right now, I yeah. think he's still gotta be third. Pinder's not going to score more than in three games and check him in four, you wouldn't think. No, I don't think so, no. Righto, Baz. Froling, Doolittle, Usher. Um, uh, it's, I'll cross the two. I, I think I'm probably going Froling, um, not by much, but probably Froling. Then um, I don't really like Usher. He's a good singer, but um, um, so I'll go, yeah, probably the, the basic answer. I'll go throwing into Doolittle into Usher. <laughs> Just yeah. let me know if you want more. If I'm what? Just let me know if you want more. <laughs> Send that someone. I don't know. <laughs> there, he, there he got it. It's a song. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that bit from the potty. Um, no, we'll leave it there. Uh, no, Central no. Bow, Derry, JLA, Pinder, Froling. You can do this one. 
We're doing start bench, cut dairy. Start. <laughs> it's a tough one, this one. I've still got to start throwing because he's got the better schedule. I just like guys that you can put in the set out there for double. Um, I'd be taking Pinder over JLA just again because of Melbourne's workload. I think they'll split the minutes between him and Hart Cordy for the last next couple of weeks. Pinder and Pinder will probably play 30 minutes and get his 20 and 10. So, uh, start throwing, cut, start throwing, bench, Pinder, and I'll cut JLA. Happy with that, yeah. man? Making some changes. Yeah. No, I'm probably the same. Um, yeah, it's that interesting one with what they're actually going to do minutes-wise with their players, I think, which probably concerns me the most with with um, Melbourne. But that also could come into effect with Perth as well. Like, if they – I think if they lose, then they can't get first spot and they just need to win maybe one more game. Um, so then they're not playing the Jackies for a playoff to, to finish second. So they've just got to win one of their last three games. So – yeah, if they lose this week, that could get a little bit more interesting, I suppose. They've got Cairns this week, which you probably put that one in the book, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, if yeah. Cairns are not going full throttle. Mm. Hopefully we can see something from the burger. I would have liked him in a start bench cut. <laughs> Maybe next year, mate. We'll sneak him in there somewhere. We'll get him in there for a team rankings or a, something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> what? Just mention him. He plays for Cairns. <laughs> Don't touch him. You could um, you could call yourself the Zinger Burgers next year, named after him if you want dairy. The Zinger Sam Burgers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't wait to see your name next year, Baz. You always yeah, come I don't, know. I don't know what I'm going to go with next year. I feel like a bit of an idiot calling myself the Clint Stein days, but I just can't change it. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you finally caught up to that thinking. Uh, yeah. Let's have a look at some trades, Monday trades. So I oh, I really have to scramble and just get the best players in that I can. So I've got Kel and Humphreys out and Clark and Chief and in for a projected 341, which I think will be a fair bit off the pace. About 100 under, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine <laughs> uh, under changes, I've got... Jack McVeigh and Isaac Humphreys out, both players that were only in for one game but did mm-hmm. what they needed to do. They're both really good. This time at this time of the year, I feel as if that's probably a common strategy. Just yeah. getting to the double guys. Coming in is Sam Froling and Zylan Chiefman. And projected? Projected is <clears throat> four hundred and twenty-six. Solid. Nice. Baz. <clears throat> uh, I I toss and turn. And I actually can't make this work. Um, I've got Nick Marshall, Gack, um, Doyle, and Jeremy Lamb. So they're four people that have to get traded. Call him um, as a joke, or does it like he thinks he's that soon? Jeremy, I did ask him this when we played golf last week, and he didn't even realise he did it. <laughs> so you've said Jeremy three times tonight, and I'm not sure if it's like ironic or. <laughs> um, I'm just keeping you guys on your toes, actually. I was making. I'm gonna bake Jeremy Lamb next week. Pencil me in for it. Um, no, nah, it's Anthony Lamb. Um, just for those listening, his brother's name's Jeremy. That's why I get confused. Um, so, so those four blokes, they've they've got to go. But 
I actually can't do anything decent with Nick Marshall and Gak. Like there is nothing of any value that has a good schedule priced under 190. Um, everything is gross there. I'm in the same boat um, with Gap, Galloway, and Mathiang. <coughs> Mathiang's yeah. been on my team for way too long. There's, there's just nothing. Like, I've got Will McDowell White, and then if you look above him, there's no, you're not getting Bolden, Prancer, Bannon, Quoll, Goulding, Usher, Wiley, <laughs> Nader, Hook, like, The list just stinks. So, um, his usage could go up with um, Lamb out. Who's that? Rub your tummy. Nah, I don't need to rub my tummy yet. But I'm going with, I'm trading in Pinder and Jackson for um, Lamb and Doyle. That's my trade. But I'm stuck with Nick Marshall and Gak. I don't know what to do with them. Well, I don't actually think Gak's going to be that bad because no one else, they literally have no bodies. Yeah, well, they, I think they're expected back for round 10. I saw that, um, okay. well, obviously, Alan Williams isn't, but Freaky will be back, and I think uh, Brown will be back. Yeah. Yeah. So what's that give you, a projection of what? Um, I think it says, nah, it's 433. So um, if I can get rid of Gak and Nick Marshall, the blokes that have doubles, I'll have all doubles in the last round. Hmm. Um, it's just a matter of what I can trade him to. Well, you're getting rid of Doyle, who's a single anyway, so that's an upgrade there. Yeah. So the thought, the and thoughts were a zero. So yeah, you got. So the, the thinking was, do I keep Doyle and trade Pinder, and then see whatever I can get for Marshall and Gak with that coin, but. Yeah, I don't know. I even flirted around the idea of the, the Pinder trade, not trading in Pinder, but I didn't really like anyone else around his price. Um, I could have gone cheaper for Doolittle, but the options are so slim. Yeah. Hmm. can play around with it a bit, I guess. I like what you've done, though. You um, two games out between Doyle and Lamb that they'll be playing. And you're bringing in for seven games in PJC and Pinder. So I think even though you say about those cheaper guys like wanting to get guys with doubles, you're increasing your tally by five games, which is pretty huge. Yeah. And I'm not thinking the bench guys aren't going to win me the money. It's going to be PJC. It's going to win me the money. That's right. You win the money. I reckon I'm a sniff this way. I have a pretty good list. Well, if you're a sniff, I'm a sniff because we're only seven points apart yeah. projected. So, well, I hope one of you score more than the top scorer on the pod. Yeah, well, I hope I hope those don't finish eighth. Otherwise, I'll get baked for finishing eighth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll leave you all with that. All the best for the week, and we'll probably just have a one episode next week, I reckon, mm-hmm. because we won't have a hell of a lot to talk about with the with the last round in terms of moves that people need to be making and whatnot. So all the best. Bye for now. Bye for now.